When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. This is Women in Leadership Podcast, featuring success insights from women around the globe. Now, over to your host, Anne Marie Cross. So welcome to another episode of Women in Leadership Podcast. This is episode 107, brought to you by Podcasting with Purpose, helping you to stand out, be heard, to become an influential voice in your industry with the podcast. And I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the podcasting queen. Now, my guest today says the biggest shifts that you make are on the inside. These are the ones that no one else sees, but they will be felt and the whole world will feel them. Now, joining me on today's show is Sonia Statman. Sonia has spent the last 20 years working with women in service-based businesses to create more profit, more fulfillment, and freedom. She's got a weekly podcast herself called Women in Business Arena, and she's currently a nomad with her husband and two children. Now, Sonia, she's an advocate for women in the business arena and for changing the way business world operates so that it supports women to thrive. She believes in transparency, more transparency and honesty in business, and that it is time to stop the hustle that's leading to burnout for too many women. Amen. So on today's show, Sonia is going to share that success really is an inside job. Much of the world is designed from a masculine lens. As women, we need to stop operating in those paradigms and start creating a world that aligns with our gifts and wisdom we have to slow down. We have to stop hustling, stop rushing, stop trying to achieve. Yes. Welcome to the show. I'm so with you on this one. Welcome, Sonia. <laughs> Yay, thanks. So, so it's an honor to be here and, and I have a feeling we're going to have a great conversation. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So just for, I, I love to start the show by just uh, requesting the guests share a little bit of their story, how they came to, you know, in the business that you now are in. Was it a, a progression or was it something that you were always passionate about? What, what's your journey? Wow. So I started my business in uh, 1999. So quite a long time ago. And I started in the sort of advertising marketing world. And I was in a big agency, a big advertising agency. And, and I just, the, the whole sort of way it all worked. And, and also, you know, I was coming up against so many glass ceilings as a woman. I mean, it's quite a young woman. It was a total man's world. I just experienced a lot of things that made me realize that the corporate world and the business world like that was not for me. Mm. And so I very quickly sort of left that job. I had done really well in that advertising agency. And so I was sort of able to start another business in the advertising and marketing world really quickly. And I had that business for about five years. And, and in that, I worked with a lot of small businesses, a lot of entrepreneurs, and there wasn't as many women back then. So, you know, it was very much of a man's world in the business world back then as, as you might relate to or know. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, it was a, it was an interesting progression because as I started to work with more women, 
I started to be really passionate about helping them succeed and helping them grow and helping them, you know, be who they are. And, and that really led to coaching, which I ended up letting go of all the branding and marketing and advertising and really have just been a coach for a really long time. Mm. And I just love helping women step more into their power, but, but really learning how to operate their business in a way that is conducive to who they are. I think a lot of women are burning out trying to operate a business that's uh, sort of in the old paradigms, mm. hustle, work yourself into the ground, over deliver, you know, all of these things that for women, we're not really able to do. And so that's really been my passion for a long time. Mm. And yeah, and that's what I've done. <laughs> such an important message. I remember when I first started Women in Leadership podcast, a couple of things that I was noticing with the women who some were still in corporate or some had come from corporate and now starting their own businesses, they themselves had gone through the, the journey of burnout to the point where a couple of them had life-threatening illnesses and they just, you know, ignored their body signs that hang on a minute something is not right and just pushed on through till their body suddenly said to them, you know what, if you're not going to manage what's going on, I'll manage something for you with, a, with a, an illness that needs you to stop and, and take stop. And through that journey of recovery, they were able to realise the, the signs, the triggers, and now that they've showed up working in a way that suits their style, and what we don't realize is when we give ourselves permission, and you're going to share more about this, but this is what I've learned through the guests and even my own journey, when we yeah. give ourselves permission to leverage our gifts and strengths, which no one else has a blend of who we are, and allow us to work that way, we can achieve things, or, or when you say overachieve things, that we never would think is possible because we are moving from our strengths. We're trying to be something when we're not and manage our energy in a way that just doesn't align with who we are. That's when we burn out and, and uh, um, yeah, just not often achieving. So let's talk about what are some of the lessons you've learned and now, and now help other women to achieve? Because this is a paradigm shift for many because you go on Instagram and Facebook and, mm. other, and mm. hustle this and hustle that and, and it's just kind of like, okay, go for it, but I'm, I'm taking a rest. Because I know when I'm on, I'm on, and when I take a rest. So share a little bit about what some of the things you share. Oh, yeah. Look, I mean, I think that idea, it's, it's really a whole turnaround in what we see in the marketing and advertising world, like you said. It's, you know, we see everything about hustling and working hard and moving faster and having multiple businesses and multiple jobs doing it all and, you know, navigating kids and family and caregiving. We can do it all. It goes way, way, way back, right? Like, you know, I can. And we can, but it doesn't yeah. mean we should. <laughs> yeah. And I think, you know, it's like this idea that we have to shift how we're operating our business. Like you mentioned managing energy, which is something I talk about all the time. Mm. And it all depends on who you are, right? Like we have to understand more of who we are and what we're about and what, how our energy naturally works. So some of my clients, Clients, for instance, are introverts and they, they can't be out there, you know, cheerleading all the time and rah, rah. And I'm out every day talking to people like they would go crazy and they burn out and that's what happens. Mm. And some people are extroverts and their energy needs to be around people and they need to be socializing. And so I think it's all, like you said, really about aligning with our gifts and who we are and using our strengths. Mm. And I think what's interesting is, you know, because I talk a lot about sort of the world being, you know, the business world, especially being from a masculine lens, mm. you know, what happens is sometimes we don't understand 
the gifts of the feminine, right? Like our ability to connect, our wisdom, like we are so wise and that discernment, but like all of, a lot of the feminine gifts come from space and how many business owners give themselves space, right? No. Hardly anyone. We always yeah. feel guilty, don't we? Yeah, totally. I'm resting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And so, you know, that's one of the principles I've learned over time. And it was really hard for me to develop as well. And something that I teach all of my clients is we have to create space. We have to prioritize space and self-care. And when we do that, everything around us opens up and our gifts can fully come out and be seen. But I think we're so quick to force ourselves to do, 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 be active, get done, get our to-do list accomplished. And it actually sabotages our success. Yeah, it does. And I'm going to swing back to the very first point that I said that we're going to talk about, because I think a lot of what we're talking about now has to start, what you say, on the inside. We have to let go of the mindset. And when we're looking at all of these other incredible women and we compare ourselves, because that's what we do, uh, look, she's doing this and she's doing that. And often what we don't, we, we forget to remember is that She's got stuff going on in her life too. Here's a beautiful Instagram picture, but don't worry about the pile of dishes or whatever that's there. I think once we realize that and let go of the, we should be this or we have to do that, then we can start to really move and, and, and as you say, allow ourselves to become far more self-aware of what makes us unique and our styles and our energy. So what are some of the internal maybe languaging or beliefs that we're hanging on to that you said, we need to get rid of those ladies because it's not serving us. Yeah. Well, one is taking the space for ourselves, right? That we're important because so many of us have the belief that everyone else first and us Mm -hmm. last, you know, and that is such the thing that actually needs to be completely turned around ourselves first and then everyone that we can serve. And so I think that's a huge belief. And, and women definitely have very specific beliefs, you know, the value issues, like so much of the core of the things that sort of hit when we hit that glass ceiling or the sabotaging us from the success we want. So often it's related to value and that's where we over deliver and overcompensate and give everything because somewhere inside of us, we still don't believe that we're valuable just as we are without doing anything, without being anything like we are so valuable and yet we're constantly running from this idea that we have to give more and do more and be more in order to be valuable yes and we'll end up burning out as you say and that's a huge one I think you know there's a difference between giving and providing you know more value and and things to your clients but if you're doing that from a space of I have to do this to validate my value that's when we need to take a step back and say actually what's driving you to do that that's not healthy that's not serving you so you need to change that that's when, you know, it's easy for us to say these things. It be quite <laughs> yeah. a journey for others. And often we, we start talking about this conversation and people go, yeah, but it's easy for them and so forth. But it's a learning process, isn't it? It's taking yes. little steps at a time. What are some things that you can share maybe then for someone who recognises, you know what, I have been um, putting that bar so high and mm. I've been struggling to achieve it. And thank goodness now I'm hearing that I can give myself permission to take a, bit, a step back. But what are yeah. some steps for, for us to realise this is what you need to do now so that we can move forward in a healthy, more supportive way? 
Look, I think awareness is really the first step. Like so much of it is us being aware. Where where are we triggered? Where are we operating in patterns that we're unconscious about? Because I mean, the truth is we're all, we all are, you know, somewhat on a concept or a awareness level, like we know what we need to be doing or we know what we need to be believing, but there's still all this sort of subconscious stuff inside. And so I think really learning to just be aware of ourselves, observing, ooh, am I over-delivering right now? Like what is happening right now? You know, do where am I coming from? Am I coming from, you know, just I want to give great value or am I coming from, wow, I really need to prove something to this person. I need to give them everything. I need to like make sure they're validating me, that outside mm-hmm. validation, which never really works. You know, and I think we, we've got to start to become more aware. And I know that's a little bit vague and, you know, a little bit you know, kind of big, but it really is the first step. It's just that. So like a lot of times I have my clients do things like journal. journal every day, you know, and write, what are they thinking? What are they feeling? You know, one of the other things that I think is actually really important is to, you got to stop comparing. So like going on kind of a detox of social media or whatever you need to do to stop comparing. I mean, you know, a lot of my clients, I have them do things within my group because I'm like, just stay here, like where everybody's sort of functioning and more honest and more transparent about what's really going on and sharing how hard it is and how challenging it is because running a business is really hard. Mm. And the way people people make it look easy and the way they're like, Oh, I'm loving it all. I just beach, want to slap you know, them. Insta beach. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, wait, show me the real life. You know? yeah. Like I've been Turn on the nomadic around and show yeah. us really how it's going. Yeah. 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 I've been on the nomadic journey with kids. Like it's not all luxury. Believe me. Yeah. You know? yeah. I mean, you know, life is challenging. Business is challenging. You're navigating so many things. There is no easy street. And I think if we're more transparent and, and we talk about that, then people stop feeling so bad because that's it is that women mm. start self-doubting and going, oh gosh, I'm not as good as that person. I'm not, you know, I don't have as much as that person. Like that's such a powerful thing that we mm-hmm. do to ourselves. And it's just no, not comparing. I mean, a lot of the things I tell people is, nobody in the world has your set of circumstances. Nobody grew up the way you did. Nobody has the challenges you have. They don't have the family you have. They don't have the situations you have. You cannot compare because no two people are alike. And we can't always see what what's behind the scene. I mean, you know, I've literally worked with thousands of business and you would be so surprised at people who look all glamorous. They look like they're making millions of dollars. They're millions of dollars in debt. They're chasing their tail. They have very little profit. There is like so much going on behind the scenes that we can't see. And so we just have to stop comparing. Yeah, it's so true. And having those open and honest and trans- transparent conversations, because I think, if, as you said, if we were sitting around the table with, with a set of girlfriends and we have got those honest, supportive, you know, encouraging conversations, we realise that uh, we're often walking the similar journey, different set of circumstances, but requiring, um, you know, similar support. And, and we, we are a lot more alike then we are dis- dissimilar. And one of the things that I often see with women as we're comparing is that often when we haven't done that exploration and, and diarise and journal, what triggers me, we can often react to what other people are doing. And similarly, when we start to share our message and stand out, other people react to us and it has yes. nothing to do with what we are doing, but very much rather where they're at. But what that does is us as women, if we're not holding strong and surround ourselves with a group of people who support us, 
that can also have us, oh, okay, I need to, to, to calm it down. Or, or, and then we don't share that message that we know is going to impact the lives of many around the world. Speak a little bit into that because sometimes as women, I'm going to say it, we can be our own worst enemy, but we can also be the worst enemy of other women as well. And that is just something which I think is just so sad. We've got all of these barriers and then we've got groups of women who are not supporting others. I'd love yeah. you to speak to that. Yeah, look, it's really, and it's really interesting. I mean, being from America and when I moved to Australia and I've lived, I lived in Australia for nine years, yeah. you know, there, it was, it's a little, it's an interesting culture shift yes. because I think it is a very different culture around sort of, you know, women in the tall poppy syndrome and all of these mm-hmm. things that they talk about in terms of Australia and America has similar things as well, but it's a little bit different. And I think, yeah, what we have to, to recognize is for one, we need to cut toxic people out of our lives. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we need to give ourselves permission to surround ourselves with people who support us. Now we can't always get rid of everybody. We've got family, we've got people in our lives we have to navigate, but yeah. And, and I think it, at, in us, we need to do our own work as you were saying, yeah. because when we handle our own stuff, when we do our own work, we have so much more compassion for others. We have so much less judgment for others. And, and, you know, I think in terms of like, we can, we only have control over our space, right? Mm -hmm. So I often talk about like, it's sort of the the circle of power. We each have a circle of power. And if we stay in our circle of power, we can stay in our gifts, we can stay in our strength. And part of being in that circle of power is knowing who we are and doing the internal work. The other part is letting go of over-owning everyone else's reactions, everyone else's responses, everyone else's creations. Like so many people are reacting all the time to their own wounds. And if we take that on Mm -hmm. as our stuff or somehow connect to what we did or what we do, we're going to be completely overwhelmed. You know, we're not responsible for someone else's emotions. We're not responsible for someone else's reactions. We're not responsible for someone else's judgments. And we need to stop it because that in so many ways creates such a burden for us Mm -hmm. because we're we're taking on and that's over-owning. Yeah. It's really over-owning. And I think sometimes as women, what we want to do is go in there and nurture and heal, help them heal. (laughs) However, we can't help them. We can't control other people's thoughts, beliefs, actions, interactions, reactions. We can control our own. And as you say, we need to be very mindful about who we allow in mm-hmm. our circle and who and, and what we allow in our circle as well. What um, I'd love you to speak a little bit about, and because this is often something that I see and I'm sure you do as well, as women we often negate or don't see our gifts and our strengths for what they are. Oh, that's nothing. Anyone can do that. But actually, it's not. It's a unique gift. Share a little bit more. How can we start for someone who's listening or watching today that hasn't really recognized, what are my true gifts? What are some things, insights you can share with her today? Well, I mean, definitely sort of our true gifts are usually the thing that is the most effortless for us to do. And I think that's part of why we negate it is we think, oh, it's too easy. Like somehow in our, you know, mindset in the world, we've looked at, oh, it's, you know, our gifts have to be hard work or they have to be, you know, really powerful or whatever. And and so much for women, especially our gifts are the easiest thing for us to do. It's like the thing you would do no matter what, no matter if you were paid, no matter if you, it doesn't matter. Like you're literally doing it every day. 
day. And that's one of the you know things I talk about a lot is that that purpose or that gift that we're born with, we literally are doing it every day. We don't have to find it. We may need to define it, mm. but we don't have to find it. We are doing it every single day in every interaction in all kinds of ways in our lives. We may not have learned how to manifest that into a business or how to manifest that into impact, you know, in the way that we would like, mm -hmm. but we are impacting people every day with our gifts. And so I think some of it is just recognizing what is, what is so easy for us to do? What would we do no matter what, you know, every single day, you know, like mm -hmm. I, I love connecting with people. I love um, feeling things and discerning things, you know, and that's, that's one of my gifts and one of my abilities. And I would do it any time. I did it all the time, right? Way like from the time I was a child. Mm. And that's another thing is oftentimes you can look at, you know, some, sometimes we are so trained to be a certain way that we don't understand what our gifts are, who, who we are. When we get older, a lot of times I'll tell people, look back at when you were a child. Like, what did you love to do? What did you do every day? What was so natural and fun for you to do? Mm. Oftentimes that can lead to some definition around what our gifts yeah. are. I love how you said that and I was just talking to my son this morning he's uh, 25 mm -hmm. and it's interesting he's in the IT industry so very high tech yet one of the skills and gifts it's a gift that they have seen in him is his ability to communicate to mm -hmm. clients whereas you're either often you're either very techy and you don't have those social skills and the ability to yep. communicate or you've got the ability to communicate and not the, the techie. And I said to him, isn't it interesting that you are now paid and, and flown around the country to help teams who are struggling and who can't communicate to clients and you're using that gifts and strengths that at school you were told, be quiet, because he would flitter around the room, you know, that chatterbox and getting yep. people chatting. He was just that, that class uh, person. And now it's a gift. That and a skill and a strength that um, is seen as, as really valuable. So absolutely, what is something that quite naturally came to you as a child? And maybe, this is often something, the reason I mention that, what is something that maybe you've been told, don't do that or don't, you know, that makes me feel uncomfortable. You were shining your light back then, but yep. someone's told you, hey, don't do that. But now that's actually your gift. You yep. need to start doing that. Yes, yeah, so yeah, true. Yeah. And I think as women, a, a lot of times our gifts are more on the feminine side or more maybe even as an introvert, more on the introverted mm -hmm. side. And those are often not appreciated or valued, right? So we're always pushed to be that extrovert or pushed yeah. to be social or pushed to be, you know, more communicative or, yeah. you know, pushed to be smart in book sense, you know? So there's all these things that have been denied and not valued. And so oftentimes we then devalue them in, in ourselves. And yeah. I think, you know, it's really about learning to honor who we are, appreciating and accepting who we are, because it's amazing. Whatever we are is amazing. Mm, yeah. Um, and I think it's, yeah, it's easy. To and you have of, to just get to that place, that space and place where we say, you know what, I'm going to give myself permission to just be me and anyone else's opinion. Yeah. It doesn't matter um, because <laughs> when we, when we work from our strengths, when we operate from the core of who we are, that's when people stand back and notice things because there's a level of inner confidence that comes through because of the fact, as you said, things come naturally to us and we don't yeah. have to doubt because there is no doubt. We just click into action and off we go. And so often we, we as you said, you negate that. And another thing that we have to give ourselves permission and we'll end here is that we just need to slow down. 
what are some practical steps that you've seen work really well, maybe for yourself but also for your clients, when we got to that point and we said, you know what, I can see my diary is so crammed. I'm burning a candle at both ends. I have to put a flag in the sand. And sometimes it can be difficult and it takes a little bit of time to get to that stage. But what are some steps that we can take immediately to help us start to get comfortable with actually slowing down, stopping that hustle and that rushing? Oh, wow. Gosh, there's so many things. We could yeah. do a whole episode on this. But, but I think look, the, one of the, it, it does sometimes help to have someone outside of you who you can work with, a coach, you know, mm. a mentor, somebody who can help see what's really important and what's not important because sometimes we struggle to have that interpretation for ourselves. So mm. that can be really helpful. But I think it's, it really is about prioritizing and setting boundaries, right? So a lot of the people that I work with have, you know, kids or they have ailing parents or they have health issues themselves or, you know, they've got, you know, multiple things they're working with or, you know, they've got, you know, kids off on school holidays, whatever you're, and you only have sort of that minimal momentum, right? You only have a small amount of time to get a lot done. Mm. So one of the first things I tell people is you've got to prioritize, you've got to look at what's really important and what's not. Mm. You've got to cut out, you know, some of the things that are, you know, we're, we're overstretching, right? So when I talk to most women, they're running multiple businesses, and they've got multiple jobs, or, you know, they're, they're taking on multiple projects, that they're not even being paid for, and they're helping five friends do these things and they're volunteering for things. And I think, you know, what we've got to look at is what's really, really important for us and where we want to go and what's aligned with that direction and what's misaligned with that direction. And so it comes a lot to evaluation, you know, really getting honest with ourselves about what we want and how much what we're doing is impacting that. Yes. So, so often we're doing all these other things that are outside of what we actually want and it's taking our capacity it's taking our time, it's taking our energy, and we're not actually propelling the one thing we really want to do. Mm. And some of that is about, you know, drawing a line in the sand and saying, no, I'm not letting anything else in, and I'm going to prioritize the thing I really want. Um, it sounds, you know, simple or hard, depending you on which way. You're As you're saying that, how many women, and, and I, I used to struggle with this, and, and someone said to me over the weekend at a conference, she said she learned, and it was such a big lesson for her, no is a complete sentence. Yes. No is yes. a complete sentence. You don't yes. have to validate and go into the whole story of why you can't do that. No, yes. it's not, not, not convenient or just no is a complete sentence. So, so true because I think sometimes if we were to take a step back and look at all that busyness and hustling, it's not the productive, you know, activities that are going to get us closer to our goals so if we strip out what's not working something else that that I think is really important I picked up through your conversation is that each one of us has different stages of where we are in our life some of us do have young children for me I have got a, a mother who's 99 god willing she'll be 100 in September so once a week we go and visit and that's gone from a you know maybe half an hour to an hour now. Sometimes you know more than half an hour, a couple of hours. And to me, I used to sit there thinking, oh, and I thought, you know what, no, because what a privilege that I have to be able to still have mum with me. And if she needs a little bit more time, there's going to be a time where she's not here. So this stage in yes. my life, I'm going to be comfortable and happy um, and blessed to be able to do that. And sometimes as women, we need to. This is my, my stage, my children. Well, family come first and foremost. The business I'm still going to run, but I'm not going to feel pulled, 
You know, when I'm with my children and family, I'm thinking about I really should be working on my business and vice versa because that doesn't do us any good either, does it? No. And I think, you know, one of the things I think is also very practical and important is we need to streamline our business a lot more. Mm-hmm. I mean, almost every client I work with when they come to me, their business is over-functioning. It's not structured in the right way. They have too many services. They have too many, you know, things going on. They're doing way too many social media channels. Like there's all these things that they can just cut out. I mean, oftentimes I cut out 80% of what they're doing within the first yeah. week. I'm like, yeah. stop yes. all of you this. You don't need to be across all 80 platforms. <laughs> yes. And it's like, you know, there's, I think we've got to streamline a lot more. We've got to simplify like so much of what a lot of people are doing is a waste of time. And when you do some time audits on that, when you look at what you're spending your time on and you assess how much impact that really has in your business, you're going to be pretty shocked because a lot of what we're doing is not effective. It's not, you know, what we need to be doing. So I think streamlining and simplifying is like so critical mm-hmm. in, in all areas, right? It can be in business, it can be in the career, it can be what we're doing with the family or what we're doing outside, all the other things, extra things outside, yes. you know, and just making sure that we're prioritizing what's really important. Mm. So, so true. We could be, we could continue talking for a whole other hour on this. It's still scratching the surface. So it's been such a delight speaking with you today, Sonia. What is the best way for people to connect? How can they find out more about uh, you online? Uh, well, I have my website, soniastatman.com. So that's always available. And the greatest way to sort of listen and hear more about some of the things I talk about is definitely on the podcast, Women in the Business Arena. And we've got a great Facebook group called Women in the Business Arena as well. Yeah, fabulous. Well, thanks once again for coming on the show. Thank you. You've been listening to Women in Leadership Podcast, brought to you by podcastingwithpurpose.com. Stand out, be heard influence. Want to influence real change with your own podcast? Access our free podcast training, including our no-cost and low-cost tools and podcast production workflow checklist to get you started at www.podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. That's podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.